uh, when people hurt you. Last week we began the journey and I felt like, I felt, I really felt led by the Holy Spirit to uh, continue on with this series because, um, you know, I, I was even talking to some people today and they were talking about how they didn't realize how hurt they were and how much resentment they hold on to. Do you know subconsciously you could be walking around with resentment? Uh, you can have, uh, for certain people, you can have a, a thing for them, even though you love them, you still have that thing for them. And it's not, and, and look, and I'm talking about in the relationships like husband and wife, uh, children, you know, you can have like a resentment uh, that goes so deep that it causes you uh, to be unforgiving. Amen. Last week we talked about Joseph and how he, um, how he was, uh, sold out by his brothers. Amen. He was sold into slavery. Uh, he was then um, put into prison. Well, not just put into prison, but he was uh, actually accused of rape. Amen. Um, you know, when you're serving God, you're wondering, why is all this stuff happening to me, right? Uh, but you got to remind yourself as a believer of Jesus Christ uh, you are a target. Are you with me? We we are targets. Satan does not let up on us, but we've learned on Sunday, amen, that our names are written in heaven, right? That we have the power to overcome. Am I right about it? Amen. That we can be victorious. Amen. And so I want to begin uh, tonight, if you have your hand out, I want to begin looking at um, uh, they, I mean, Joseph. Okay. So Potiphar, this is uh, Genesis 39, but we're going to go to 41 here in a minute. Uh, I'll just kind of give you a recap. Okay. Um, I, I told you last week that here he is, he's accused of rape. Um, he didn't do anything right. Uh, then he goes to prison. He hooks up with the other prisoners <laughs> and there he is in prison and while in prison, he literally became uh, the administrator in prison. See, there's a lesson there. Wherever Joseph went, he prospered. I'm going to show you a few scriptures in a minute. Wherever he went, no matter what his circumstances were, he didn't allow the bitterness of the hurt to cause him to take it out on anybody. So therefore, he had the favor of God. Wherever David, wherever Joseph went, God was with him. Amen. If you look, um, if you look, if you go to uh, go to go to chapter um, uh, thirty-nine. Amen. Verse verse nineteen for me, Joseph. Uh, Genesis chapter thirty-nine. Okay, and Joseph now is imprisoned. I mean, just imagine, right? You you went from bad to worse. I mean, you, you know, you're like, man, my brother sold me. Can you imagine the resentment that he felt? How many would have felt a little resentment that your, that your own people just, just, they just sold you into slavery. That's like, you know, sold you out. First, they were trying to kill you. And, and what, why would they, do you guys remember why his brothers were mad at, why were they mad at him? Because he was a dreamer. That's right. Because he was a dreamer. And, and watch this. 
Here's the thing. You can't stop what God has ordained. Amen. You know, a person may say, see you, and they may think, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. But let me tell you something. What God has for you, come on, help me. It's for who? It's for you. You cannot stop. Nobody can stop. In, now watch this. Satan may try to throw a detour in your life. Come on. But, but I believe that the greatest thing that Satan does is that he wants us to have people resentment. Lord have mercy. He wants us to have resentment and, and unforgiveness in our hearts for people. Why? Why? Why do you think that is? All right, to block our blessings. What else? Okay, all right, block God's working in our lives. How about to keep you bound in bitterness? Come on and help me, somebody. To keep you bound in what? Bitterness. To keep you, watch this, attached to resentment, to destroy your destiny a bitter person will not prevail never prevail you may say well this person did this to me. you don't understand i'm this way because of what has happened to me but here's the thing what has happened to you doesn't have to define you oh come on help me what has happened to you doesn't have to change, amen, your attitude into someone that you're not. And, and a lot of us are not who we really are, you know. We're not. We've been shaped this way. And, and, and sometimes it's because of the hurt that we had been through. But what I love about Joseph's mind and his attitude was, okay, God, I'm going to keep rolling with you. He could have become a very bitter person, but all through the text, you never see Joseph in a, with a bitter disposition. disposition. Even though his brothers sold him out, even though his, his partner in jail sold him out, <laughs> Even though Potiphar's wife turned on him, amen, he never held on to the resentment. And I want to say this to you, sometimes when people hurt us, not sometimes, when people hurt us, we hold on to it. We got to learn how to let go, saints. But you're like, why? Why do I have to let go? I, you know, and, and let me tell you what's being violated, your rights. That's really what's being violated. Not only your rights, but here's something else that's being violated. Amen. Your, your, your pride becomes wounded. Amen. All right. So watch this. Watch this. Uh, now, when his master heard the words of his wife, which she spoke to him saying, this is what your slave did to me. We read this last week, right? Uh, his anger burned. So the master did what? Took him and put him where? And placed him where the king's prisoners were confined, and there, he, and he was there in the jail. Now watch this. Verse twenty-one is key. But the Lord. Now I believe that some of us, our attitudes, has taken us further away from God. 
and has taken us further away from the favor of God. See, we smile on Sunday and on Tuesday. But the real deal, what's really happening inside of us, God already knows it because watch this. The Bible says the Lord was with Joseph. And here's what you got to remind yourself of as you journey through this. Because let me say this to you young people. You live long enough, people are going to hurt you. I'm going to say it one more time. You live long enough, people are going to hurt you. But you cannot take the hurt and use the hurt as an excuse Amen. To stop where you've been going. A lot of us, after we've been hurt, we stop the journey. We're like, man, I don't, I don't have a reason to live anymore. Can you imagine this guy? I mean, I'm just wanting to put you in the place of this man, right? I mean, come on. He's like, he didn't do anything. <laughs> I could see if he did something. But I realized something. That looking at Joseph's life gives us a picture of what true forgiveness looks like. Amen. Watch this. The Bible says, and, and uh, the Lord was with him and, and extended what? Kindness. Kindness. He didn't extend money to him. He didn't ex- extend you know, uh, relief. <laughs> but God extended his kindness. Watch this. That word kindness in the Hebrew is where you get the Hebrew word haste in the Hebrew. And that word simply means love. God extended his loving kindness to Joseph. Listen, God can love you even after you've been hurt. He never stops loving you. But but here's the thing. You have to feel worthy of the love. Oh, come on, help me somebody. Because when you've been hurt and when you've been damaged and when you've been broken, sometimes you f- you don't feel worthy to be loved. Now, I stopped I st- I stopped my series on fathered by God. Remember I started that series fathered by God? I need to get back in that series because I believe that some of us don't know how to receive love. Oh, come on, help me. So when God extends his love to you, he doesn't say love, he says kindness. (laughs) He has to trick you into believing. Amen. Because if, if if he came out and just says love to you, you wouldn't you wouldn't know how to appreciate that. You, you follow where I'm going with that? Amen. Now watch this. The word here not only means the word kindness doesn't also mean uh, uh, love, but it also means God's faithfulness, God's devotion. Amen. God's God's devotion to. Joseph, right? So when you think about this, right? When when we think about love, we must remember this, right? People may let you down, but God will always be faithful to you. God will always be faithful to you. And the thing about Joseph, the text says that, but the Lord was with Joseph and extended his kindness and gave him what? Favor. Now, now listen. I know we want to cry in our mess. 
I know what happened to him was wrong by our standards. But his position positioned him for favor. His situation caused him to be now in God, on God's radar for favor. Watch this. The Bible says that God extended his kindness and gave him favor in the sight of the chief jailer. The chief jailer committed to Joseph's charge. All the pre- he, Look, he just got to jail. <laughs> Amen. And what's happening in the jailhouse? He become, he become the chief man in the jail. Now watch this. I believe that some of us, and, and I, now watch where I'm going with this, okay? Now don't, don't, don't take this the wrong way, okay? Watch this. Your hurt is what God uses to position you. Because had you not been hurt, you wouldn't be in the place where you are now. Come on, somebody. And not only will you not wouldn't be in the place where you are now, but you wouldn't be as attentive, amen, as you are now. Are you with me? Because God allowed the hurt. He could have stopped it just like he caused him to have favor in the prison house. He has caused you to have favor right where you are because the hurt, propelled you to where you are right now. Thank God for the hurt. I know, I know that people have hurt you. And I know that it's painful, but you got to ask yourself a question. Are you better or are you bitter? Because of it. See, because the better, bitter part is, watch this, that determines your deliverance. Hello, somebody. Bible says that God put him in this place and caused him to put him in charge of all the prisoners who were in jail, right? Now watch this, so that whatever was done there, he was responsible for it. So here's what God was doing also. God was preparing Joseph. Watch it, you ready for this? You sure? Your pain is preparation. Say it one more time. Your pain is preparation. Why is your pain preparation? Because if you didn't have the pain, God wouldn't get, God wouldn't have never, you would have never even looked to God. Come on, thank God for the pain, y'all. Thank God for the people. Listen, I, I know, I know, thank, listen, it's kind of strange to say thank God for the people that hurt me, but if it had not been for the people that hurt me, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Come on, y'all. I wouldn't. It's like the stove. <laughs> Go on and touch it. <laughs> I bet you won't touch it again, right? It changed your direction, didn't it? <laughs> Amen. So God caused favor, right? But watch this, right? Watch this. Look at your paper real quick. While in prison, Joseph quietly become the trusted inmate, a trusted inmate's Administrator. During this time, he helps Pharaoh's butler, who is also in prison, and asks for the butler's assistant when he is restored to his position in Pharaoh's house. However, when the butler was released from prison, 
While he was in prison, the gate's like, yeah, dog, I'm, I'm putting a good word for you. What's up? You see what I'm saying? And, and, and watch this. And this people, people who just talk, man, deliver me from people who just talk and don't do nothing. All they do is talk. Yeah, I got you. I'm going to put in a good word for you. Yeah, they got this job down here. We all getting hired. I'm going to put in a good word for you. And they ain't said nothing about you. Now, now watch this. In Joseph's makeup now, watch this. He could have held on to another resentment. Come on, somebody. He could have held on to more pain to say, man, look at this, man. Here I am again. First, it was my family. Come on, somebody. Then, then it was part of his wife. And now this friend that I became friend. I'm talking about three different types of hurts here, y'all. And, 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 and people who in, in different, who are very close to you because family hurt is different. Family hurt is a little bit different than friend hurt. A wife and husband hurt is a little bit different. Amen. Then mama and daddy hurt. Right? And so the deal is, you can say, well, woe is me and, and stop living. But God said, I don't want you to use that pain to stop living. I want you to use that pain as power to move forward. So that you learn what I've, what I have taught you when I went to the cross. Oh, I wish I had somebody. For God so loved the world. Now watch this. The Bible says even while we were sinners, even when we turned our backs on him, Christ was dying for us. And he says, I've given you an example of what it means to release the resentment and the hurt. I know that in your marriage it is tough. And I know a lot of people struggle in their marriage. I counsel all the time, right? And one of the things that they struggle with is letting some of the stuff that has happened between both of them to just let it go and have a clean slate. But watch this. You could do it for your mama. You could do it for your daddy. You could do it for your children. Why can't you do it for your spouse? Amen. You know what I found out? Because you may have been damaged. Because of how you were raised. So now you're just returning what you've been a recipient of. And if nobody's happy, ain't, ain't no, if, if I ain't happy, nobody's going to be happy. The whole house going to be a mess. You better go sit down somewhere with that. I'm a man <laughs> or I'm a woman. You know, I run this thing. Amen. Joseph could have gotten bad. You know, he could have developed a bad attitude, right? But look at this. The butler turned his back on him. And so therefore now he spends, watch this. He spends another two years in prison. Right? Joseph is released because he interprets the dream. That's chapter 41. Now he becomes a dream interpreter. See, he didn't know he was a dream interpreter until he went to the place of pain. Lord have mercy. There's a lot of things you'll discover about yourself when you get to the place of pain. You'll discover that you got skills to pay the bills. 
you realize that God has given you something. Amen. Discernment. Amen. He, listen, he, he's given you something while in that place of pain. He gave, watch this. We, he, he gave uh, uh, Joseph the, the administrative skills. Come on. He gave him the dream interpreting skills. Come on, somebody. And what, and see, he didn't know that he had all these skills until he got to the place of what? Pain. Now, the question is, what has God revealed to you about yourself in your place of pain when you've been hurt? Amen. Come on, help me, somebody. Now, after spending two years there, he's released. Amen. He eventually becomes prime minister. He comes out and he's promoted from the pit to the palace to prison to promotion. But let me help somebody. He wasn't holding on to anybody's. The body count was zero for him. Y'all heard what I said? See, every time you choose not to forgive somebody, that's a body count on your part. <laughs> Come on and help me, somebody. And so, and so Joseph says, now nah, I ain't holding on. Listen, I'm not holding on to anybody. Because I realize that after the pain, after the prison, after the pit, Amen. You ready? The palace wasn't his anyways. But here comes promotion. Why would God promote a bitter person? Why would God promote a person and put you in a position where you have to deal with thousands of people, right? If you are hurting, if you are hurting and hurting people. Amen. Some of us are wondering why we're stuck. We're stuck because God knows that the moment he lets you have what you want. Huh. Huh. Amen. Your whole attitude changes. Your whole disposition changes. You, you the man now. But you've forgotten that you haven't really dealt with the things that you really had to deal with. Oh, I thank God tonight. Watch this. Here's the beautiful part of this story. Joseph marries a young woman. Listen, if it had been, if, if I had been Joseph, do you know the first question I would have asked when I became prime minister with absolute power? I would have asked, where is Miss Potiphar and the butler? And my, and, and don't worry about it. I'm coming. I'm, I'm going to get my family. Don't you worry about that. Amen. H have y'all ever seen that movie? Um, gosh, I keep forgetting that movie. Uh, it's the movie with Robert De Niro. And in the beginning of the movie, he beat up this guy, amen, and his name was Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Y'all remember that? He beat up Benny Blanco from the Bronx. He went on with his life, built an empire, right? And then at the end of the movie, he's coming down the train station, and he's running down the train, and who shows up? You better take care of those people that you hurt, because they're going to show up right when you get your promotion, and they will either take you out or expose you. Lord have mercy. And so I always look out for Benny Blanco from the Bronx. <laughs> Amen. 
And so here he is. Amen. Watch what it says though. However, there's no bitterness or revenge. Man, how much revenge do you really have in you now? Hmm? Lord, how much revenge do you have in you now? You say, I ain't got, and, and what we learn to do, we learn to put the revenge aside for a moment. But from the moment you get by yourself alone with those people that hurt you, you sound crazy. You shut up. Don't tell me what to do. You ain't my daddy. You ain't my mama. Why are you asking me all them questions? You get to normal. And the reason why you can't be free is because you're really carrying around resentment for that person. Watch the text. Watch this. Watch this. Watch, watch this. In chapter 41, now, this chapter 41, and I'm going to stop here and y'all can discuss it. And I have to do this because, because it's too much to, too much to bear tonight. I'm going to go three weeks on this. This is too much to bear. I can't carry this. This, this, this is a good subject here. Watch this. It's freeing, y'all. Joseph marries a young woman and has two sons. Okay? Look, look at, look at, uh, verse 50. Chapter 41, verse 50. And somebody read that for me real quick. Oh, that mercy. Watch this. Let me, let me show you something. And one of the things I want to say to you is this. Don't allow your bitterness and your pain and the hurts that people have brought upon your life to cause you to forget who you are, who you really was when, watch this, before you were hurt. Before the pain came. You see what I'm saying? You, you, were, you were something. You were better than where you are now, but you found out how crazy this world is and how people uh, set out to sabotage you. But you cannot allow it to change you. It's okay to be the person that God created you to be. Read it for me. Asenath. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Manasseh. Yeah, Manasseh. Okay, now watch this. He named his first. Now, let me just say this. In biblical times, names were real important. What you name your child was either based on, based on their character, all right, and also based on the current situation in your life. Not like today, you know what I mean? You know, we name our children Boo Boo and Alizé and Crown Royal and all that kind of stuff because of where we are, okay? And then you get saved and you're like, Dag, I can't believe I named that child Crown Royal and then that child... <laughs> spend their whole life trying to justify their name because of what you were going through. Okay? <laughs> Ain't no different now. Okay? So names mean something, y'all. Amen. All depends on what you, where you are and what you've been drinking lately. Alright? Go ahead. Go ahead. For he said what? Stop right there. He named his son 
Manasseh. Why? For he said, God has made me what? Come on, y'all. People say this to me all the time in counseling. I forgive him, but I cannot forget. And I always say to them, that's not true forgiveness. God preoccupied him with promotion and purpose so that he would not allow the pain to cause him not to forget. Come on, somebody. And the Bible says God made him forget all my trouble and all my what? Father's household. And he's talking about his brothers. That's who he's talking about. Okay, watch this. Watch this. Keep reading. He named his second son what? Ephraim. For he said what? Now notice the key words. God made him. Now I don't know about you. But if God is telling you to release, release. If God is saying forgive and forget, forgive and forget. Now, watch this. Here's where it gets hard for all of us. Uh, You don't understand how deep the hurt is. I can't forget. That means you haven't forgiven. And number two, here's how you know you've forgiven. That you can be in the presence of that person. That you can care for that person. That you can feed that person. Come on somebody. That you can love that person. When God causes you to forget. When God causes you to forget. And he named his children as a reminder of what I'm not going to become. I'm not going to not forget. And I'm not going to be bitter. I'm not going to hold on to the resentment. He says, for he said, God has made me fruitful. What? In the land. In the land. In the land. Go ahead and talk about it.